So, welcome to the No Shame Podcast. So, entering into phase two now. So, we're on the idea. We can see that little bit of light at the end of the tunnel there. Um, so, if you're here in Ireland, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, if you're outside of Ireland, um, we are on the process back to, to, to opening up. Um, so, for the fitness industry, um, which was some good news, um, you're allowed to have classes outside um, that have participants of 15 or less. Um, and then social distancing still being in place. It's good to be back for sure, for sure. Um, I know the the effect that that the exercise has on people. I can see um day to day, which is is a pleasure in my life to be able to be involved in, and I see the effect that it has on people's health. Um, I have to say, over the last little while, looking at people's social media and stuff like that, um, you can see the the opposite effect of not exercise having on their health. Um, nobody in particular. Don't be don't be thinking. Oh, hold on, what's going on? <laughs> no one's shaming anybody, but you can see the difference of people's um not just their kind of their physical appearance, but the idea of their um. Their, their, their approach to, to life and to social media. Um, I could see an upturn yesterday, so it was like we turned the corner yesterday and we were coming back up. Um, now, saying this, <clears throat> gyms are only allowed to train outdoors. So you can train outdoors, and uh, we're very lucky here to have a, have a big car park and stuff like that. Um, but some, some gyms mightn't be that lucky. So the idea of fast food restaurants being open, drive-thrus, um, hardware stores being open, it begged the question, the idea of, of, of the risk level compared to, to gyms being open. Now, I'm not here to be arguing the case or arguing the toss, but um, I really do think that the, 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 the consequences between both are, are fairly similar. Um, right here, I have a 10,000 square feet building here, which is probably bigger than some of the McDonald's um, around there and some of the, 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 the hardware stores. Um, so... I, I, I could not see a reason why people cannot be indoors in them places as well where some of the queues I've seen for hardware stores for paint and stuff like this is, is, is not on and then we all have closed our businesses and, and, and turned off our lives uh, turned off that switch and um, some people are not going to make it out of this um in both ways some people mental health is going to be going this way and, and some people's business is going to be going the other way and, and that, that never has the, the, the making for a good situation so um. I am a little bit skeptical about uh, the 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 what what can open what what have we got facts for what have we not got facts for because it seems to me that sometimes when when something is being done you have to you have to request the facts you have to request why that's being done but if you're putting something forward for something to be done that you're being asked you have to apply you have to put all the facts forward all of the the research of why it should be put forward but um some of the decisions we've been made I have to I have to hold my hand up and say. I, I do not agree with them. Um, and one of them will be the idea of cervical checks and um, the developmental checks and stuff like that that haven't kicked back in yet, um, which is which is pretty strange and uh, pretty pretty damaging to, to, to the future coming forward. So I hopefully that we're not walking into a, a, a situation where we have a time bomb. So we're, we're going to be hitting that time bomb situation with, with debt, with all of the loans that people have, would have got. So... Um, the the loans and in the backup of tests so the testing of um of smear tests and, and, and testing for cancer and all sorts of tests um and in Ireland we know we all we all know so we uh, our, our government has a terrible record on on the handling of, of of smear tests and stuff like that um and unfortunately it happens to be the same ministers and and medical chiefs in in control of of the situation that were in control of the situation of the smear scandal in this country so for people that are not from ireland and um, we had a situation over here where a lot of tests were showed abnormalities but the tests that came back clear and and, 
and unfortunately and tragically um women had lost their lives because of this decision and um, this had been put forward as well to the government um so where are we at now what is important what is essential what is not essential uh, we had a lad argue to me yesterday that mcdonald's is more essential than than a gym say and i understand listen if you want to eat mcdonald's against mcdonald's and look there's no doubt that there's a million reasons why mcdonald's is important as well um the gym is looked at for people as well so sometimes when we're arguing through all of this something i will say to people is please don't butcher each other please don't just come at each other heavy and, and, and start trying to attack each other's opinions and all this because that, that was my biggest fear going into this was actually the reload of us coming back into a situation where we are hold on two seconds sorry where everybody is literally just butchering each other and that's what I'm afraid of so um, please be kind to each other please look after each other Um. The announcements that have been made in Ireland, um, I don't know whether to laugh or cry at this, or um, it, it, I, I actually find it a little bit disrespectful, to be honest, um, but whatever, some people find it funny and maybe I'm being uh, offended, I'm not being offended, I'm just, uh, I look a little bit more professionalism, but um, we have seen the the Lord of the Rings being quoted in her, in her um, saying, that was the famous one yesterday, but I think a few people missed out on the, the Terminator, the Terminator was also quoted as well, um, we had Seamus Heaney quoted, and I don't forget the, our, our good friend Dermot Kennedy, so we, we have had these quoted in, in massive uh, announcements to, to, to the nation, um, I, I'm not digging it, <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are still very much afraid of of, of the, the reaction of what happened in this country, especially from the idea of, um, if you look around everywhere, every radio station, every channel, every YouTube channel, every bus stop um, had this, relax, get back in your house, stay home, I think RT still has stay home on, on, on open the corner, Um now, at the day, at the time, that was important. Um, I, I, I don't think I've heard it being explained better than this. You can imagine a situation where a building goes on fire, and we don't all stand around uh, arguing. Oh, there is on fire. There isn't on fire. We go outside and and we queue up and we do the protocol and. And then there's an autopsy. Where was there a fire? Is the fire, um, was it started deliberately? Was it um, an accident? Who was the cause of it? Did we do the right thing on the reaction of it to, to make sure that everyone was um, was safe? And that's the process I think we're in now. But will we see it being as thorough and uh, put into our face as much as uh, we've we seen the other stuff? Because... I would like to see the undoing of some of this fear now. So um, maybe if some of the stuff that wasn't true, um, I think they some reports were taken from the hydroxychloroquine. Um, they were they were taken back and 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 that they were put out as this scare that if you take it with COVID nineteen, you will actually have a more uh, uh, chance of dying. So we have a lot of old people out scared, scared, and I'd love to see some of this kind of um, I don't know the the post-mortem if you must undo a lot of that fear so if some of this stuff was necessary um, we, 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 we re-up on it and look at it now and if the stuff wasn't necessary we make sure that we don't make that mistake again um, last bit before I get into the day's guest so I was in Starbucks the other day um, I thought we were lifting the resistance lifting the um, the restrictions not adding the restrictions on um, I was there there was an elderly woman and there was a, a young girl 
So that was a, a hardware store not too far from it as well that has only taken up this policy as well that they're not accepting cash anymore. They're only accepting card. Um, I think it should be on these companies to maybe get some of the machines that Circle K have. So we're... The money goes in one side and the change comes out into a little bucket. And cash is done like that because um, I don't think a company can just take somebody's rights away and say that oh, no, no, all of a sudden we just take card. Now, maybe they can. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but that is wrong. That, that, that shouldn't be the way it is because I do not agree with the idea of being able to change rules like this because... Um, Every, every change and every little thing that we have has a byproduct. So homeless people are now massively affected by this. So they will not be able to, to, to use the, the, the few euro that they have and they, 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 they get outside shops and stuff like that to be able to go in and, and, and get a cup of tea or get a sandwich because they don't take cash anymore. Um, I had this situation where there was a chipper who, who wasn't able to take cash at the start of it and, and I knew straight away that that was going to block out a lot of homeless people from being able to fed so in, especially in one area in Tallet around here um, and I, was, I, I had to make sure that, that, that them people had access to a card and, and I and what I've been seeing other people doing as well is they're taking the initiative but on these decisions this initiative should be made so um, I want to see a sign on that wall I want to see a sign that says when the cash is coming back and when it is acceptable to be um, and what moves that um, these companies are taking towards helping these people that they're going to now discriminate towards so uh, whether you like it or not it's discrimination in a week of where I think the world has really woken up to um, the the idea of standing united together and making sure that we're all united towards the cause of, of having a good humanity. Um, so to, it makes no sense for me when we're lifting resist uh, restrictions now to start adding in these separate little restrictions, which means that people are now going to be discriminated against again. So in that uh, little section I'm talking about that, I was actually there yes, um, not yesterday, the day before, experiencing that. Um I wasn't able to uh, use that service. Um, the, the young person wasn't able to use that service and, and the old person that was there wasn't able to use that service. So we end up in a situation where not only does that affect our ability and our rights as citizens to be able to, to use the customer's um, rights, is it affects the economy. So these decisions are going to have another effect and it's going to be like, yeah, yeah, well, everyone will get a bank card then. I think that's your right as well. Um, my grandfather, Lord rest his soul, um, never had a bank card. Uh, had a post office book, you know, took out that few quid every week. And, and that's, if someone wants to live their life, that's their prerogative. That's, I don't think it's anybody's business to be able to get in. Um, if you're a company and you're about taking money in and you're going to set up in your communities and you're going to um, uh, reel in from them communities. And, and let's be straight, the company that I'm talking about as well um, got a massive tax break in Ireland as well. I think they only paid 1% in the last year. So uh, let's get it together, you know. So you can't just set up and then start discriminating against their most vulnerable citizens, which are which are homeless people and elderly people and young people there. Now, and I'm not, I'm not discriminating in a way saying that there's a massive percentage of old people that I know, that's my own personal experience, and maybe yours is the same or it's different, that, um, that don't use bank cards and... and and don't and don't 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 know how to tap it. Don't do all of this kind of. I not even know how, but they just don't. They just don't avail of it. And, and then young people as well. It's usually man, give us a five, I give us a tenner, and and you roll down the street and you you get your um, you get your coffee or whatever it is. And yeah, so I don't I don't think it's fair that companies are able to make these decisions to do this. So that's just my ten cents on it. Um, I won't be shopping there again for sure. Um, because. Uh, the staff were amazing. The staff are really, really nice, but I, I definitely will not be shopping in uh, companies that are going to make these decisions without uh, making 
reverse decisions to be able to counteract the byproducts that's going to come from it. Um, and anyway, enough waffling from me. So today we have the the king of bacon on. So uh, Ben is his name. This guy is this guy is a guest that you're going to pull from the side and you're going to be like, I've never heard of him. And you're going to be like, you know what? That was a brilliant conversation. So Ben makes cakes, right? And I say cakes, I mean this man makes cakes. So he makes Sunday dinners and literally they look exactly like Sunday dinners. And and then he cuts into them with a knife. Uh, and it's, I can't even explain this. We're going to put some of the clips in with this now and anyway, but I've never seen a man more creative or artistic. Um, if he turned around to you and said, oh no, I made cakes, you probably wouldn't believe him. But if you've seen his cakes, I think that has a better effect to absolutely blow you away. Um, another thing that I've noticed during this, what he did is his creative practice came out, is he made his own pub. We're going to put the clip up in this as well. He's going to give us a little walk around it. Um, uh, I, I promised him I said will you, will you come on the podcast and he said yeah yeah but you have to have a beer with me so I have to have a beer with him so second time having a beer and now a beer on the No Shame podcast Um, I know this comes out on Tuesday but it's not Tuesday now so so don't be judging me saying Paddy Hillaham is drinking bottles of beer Um. 8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday sometimes so uh, <laughs> you'll have to forgive me for that so I'm going to get Ben on here but let me tell you listen this is going to be a cracking podcast Hey! I'm at the main. I'm at the main. Ring loads of randomers there, Ben. <laughs> How many Ben Collins have you spoke to there? Oh, stop! They're gonna go on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm about to send loads of um, smiley faces and thumbs up and all. People are gonna think I was just drunk off my head and bored or something. Uh, I love that man. I knew I'd mess it up. Ah, like, no, before, you did. Before it all started, I thought I will not get this right. I've never got Skype right in my life, man. <laughs> you know it's going to be funny right? I have the camera running obviously because I have it done like that I'm going to get Robin to look back at me looking for that there I'm, I'm probably I, I, I aged about 50 years I'm like <laughs> 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 do you see that That I've just added a profile picture there to my Skype profile just to make it easier and you should oh, see my face on it just a gormless look like because I'm so confused. I just, I just put any just quickly threw something off like that would have definitely helped to have a picture there because yeah. And then I hit the more button, right? And then, then there was millions of them. <laughs> Maybe popular. Ben I Collins. thought that was three Ben Cullens right there. And I was like, ah, oh, there has to be one of these. And then I clicked more. And we were in Australia before we knew it. Jesus. That would have been a random podcast, wouldn't it? Oh, mate. Imagine. The randoms. Imagine that just ringing randoms on Skype and recording it. All right, mate. <laughs> and imagine they just went with it. There was, an, there was that bloke, weren't there, years ago who did it. He ended up on the news by accident. Did you ever see that clip? <laughs> Oh, oh mate, he was he was a cleaner or something, and he was on it was on like um you know Good Morning Breakfast TV or whatever, and he uh he was a cleaner or something, and he just a uh, conversation got misinterpreted because the guy was late and they rushed him through onto the set, and he went on live TV and he, they said he was like the head of um some sort of corporation or something. And you <laughs> he just he just he got all confused, but he thought they did want to interview him. He just thought, oh, I've been picked, like. And when, he, when they said, when they said like, oh, so you're the head of the such and such, he was like, I'll send you the clip after. It's so oh, funny. Do you, know, you know, I was saying to me, uh, my, my son, so my son's 12, right? And he say, so who are you having the podcast today? That I said, Ten, and I have this lad on, right? And he makes cakes. I'm at the meeting explaining that. And I'm like, but look, you don't understand what the cakes look. Oh, I know a lad like that. There's this lad on YouTube, right? That. And what he does is he makes cakes, right? But they look like dinners, they do. <laughs> I was like, I swear. Was it me? Yeah. Yeah, that was ah, you. How good is that? How cool is that? 
That is so good. I love that. I was when you were saying that then. I was thinking, who's this? Who's this next guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hang on a minute. Who's this guy, man? But yeah, that's so cool. I said it, I was saying it on the camera as well coming in here, I was like, Ben is one of these guys, if you looked at him and you said, what does he walk as? The last thing you would expect to come out with is, oh, I make lovely cakes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's always people's biggest, like, first um, stumbling block. No one, no one, I've never met anyone who would nail it on. Even people think I'm joking, you know, if they ask me what I do and, that, and, I, and I say, they think I'm joking. But that's the whole point, and it? That's, you know, it's like, that's my favourite bit. It's like when somebody says inventor, you know what I mean? You're like, you mean you're a gangster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People have said that to me before, like, oh, is it a side business? Yeah. It's, is that just you put the money through the cakes? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, yeah. man, I'm in cakes. Yeah, they won't know any, I mean, well, a drug dealer or a hitman do. I'm just like, <laughs> like, like cake sauce, you know what I mean? Cup, well, yeah. Just loads of cupcakes. I'm like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Grenade cakes. How did you look? I, I, I said I'd have a bottle with you as well. I did, right? So I brought a bottle down. Ah, there we go. This comes out on Tuesday, right? So I'm not sitting here drinking bottles on Tuesday morning. <laughs> I had to start without you while you were speaking to all the other Ben Collins. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Me and Aussie Ben having a conversation. Mm. Um, how did you get into this, Ben? Right? So I have to say, look, I'm a massive fan of what you do with the cakes. Now, I oh, make well, but. Um, I, I don't look at your cakes as the way I look at other cakes, you know what I mean? So I look yeah. at your cakes as like this artistic thing, but like some of the stuff you do with it is is absolutely do you get do you be lying in bed at night and just be like always open on an idea? Uh honest honestly that that you've you've hit the nail on the head. Like that's exactly what happens. I'm I can't concentrate on anything or I, it'll surprise me, you know, I'll be watching something or walking down the road or driving. And then I get like, I'll, I'll think of something or I'll drive past something. Or, or some, sometimes people will say, say something and I'll just think, oh my God, this will make the best um, cake, you know. And then I have to do it. I, I rush. I always, that's, I always get behind with the work I have to do, you know, like deadlines I really should be keeping. Because I've had a, I've had a weird idea that I want to make something ridiculous, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I end up putting that ahead because I just have to make it, yeah. Um, exactly like you said, the inspiration's everywhere, isn't it? So I just can't stop myself. I, I've got a million things, um, like an endless list of cakes I want to make, um, and, I, and I'm constantly at it. Like it's like obsession, isn't it? Like, and I want to explain to people here. When I'm talking about cakes here, people, are, you're not talking about little fruity cakes here. So I'm just gonna run a little clip there real quick.
and like so you can see the level of the cakes that Ben does, you know what I mean? They're, they're a yeah. serious, um, serious level that they we're not talking about, as I said, the, the little cupcakes when we went to, before we went into that. It's like we're talking about people here, like so. Sometimes I've seen you doing stuff with uh, like electronics with cakes and like moving parts, and like, yeah, like, that has to be scary going into something like that as well. Oh, I think uh, do you know what it is with me? Like, I, I, basically, from the I was never into cakes, so I haven't got that sort of passion for baking. I never grew up with that passion for baking. I, I don't, I don't like baking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it? Is thing I was so, it's so weird. But it's not my even cakes themselves. I don't eat cakes. It's not. It wasn't part of my childhood or any of my passions. So it was the art side of it for me, and um, and it was the competitive um, trying to trying to create something new, break boundaries. You know what I mean? So like you say about adding electronics or I'm always trying to better myself or better what's out there already and try and sort of, you know, reinvent the wheel kind of thing. I always want to try and push it a little bit further because if I, if I just stayed still, I'd get so bored so quick. Um, so yeah, I'm always trying to surprise people and make it exciting because I, I think as well that it's not, I mean, it is exciting, I guess, for people who are really into it, but it's good that I come from a, a background where I wasn't that, into it and it wasn't accessible for me as a young lad in Birmingham you know there wasn't it wasn't a thing that lads it was predominantly a female thing um, you, you would never in school if I'd have said I was into baking it just wasn't really a thing that <laughs> that would have been done you know so I want to change that I want to make it exciting and I mean see you say to me there about your son that's the best thing I could ever hear when I hear things like that um, I can't help it especially when it's lads young lads because I think I've changed something there definitely when I was a young lad you wouldn't have heard a young lad saying oh this bacon thing and it's cool or whatever you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so that's why I try and make it accessible for younger generations by by adding more to it and making it more fun and exciting and surprising and things like that I think what you do really well on it is that you, you can see it, it's like an um, art attack or something like that. You have that art attack thing going on there. It's like you just slotted that in and it's brilliant and it works ah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, art attack is one of them things you're walking past and telling you you stop. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't yeah. you? Art attack. Art attack's not still on, is it? No, I don't think so. I was going to say, because that was like, I remember I remember when we were kids, I remember my dad, it was one of the first things he ever bought. Um, me and my sister, we were waiting for my mum as the car park. And um, it, we were good kids, you know, we were just sat there, but he was like, Oh, do you want to run in and get yourselves a present? And we were like, oh, what? And he, he gave us £20 and it was like, <laughs> what? £20, mate. And uh, we ran in, I remember, and um, we had to share the £20. But there's this, I mean, I'm saying this now, it seems expensive for a video cassette, but I swear it was like a compilation of all of the art attacks. It was £20. And, yeah, well, um, they, that was like, they, they were dominant. They were like the mafia of the game, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> big, big dog, wasn't it? Yeah. So I remember we, we got that video. I, I don't know how I talked my sister into it because she, she definitely <laughs> wanted it. But I was like, Cal, come on, we're £20. We've got, we're in it together. It'll be brilliant. Yeah. Um, yes, I suppose uh, Art Attack definitely had a big... It's probably stuck with me, you know, in my subconscious. I think it. I think it's stuck with everybody in the subconscious. Like you know, when you walk you walk past something in the field or something like that, and you can see somebody laying out something. You're like, that looks like heart attack. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, remember we used to do that. The big ones. Yeah. That was and and like how did, like back in the day, the reason why they had to be that expensive probably because you couldn't record on your television for one. Right? Yeah, that's true. Like, you couldn't go and uh, like just YouTube something. So like they they had a product that was like 
six o'clock Tuesday, and you don't yeah. care, you don't care. And I'm just thinking now, like, were, were drones even drones weren't as accessible? So he must have had some like a helicopter, <laughs> <The> helicopter. <laughs> mate. Do you know what I mean? That's mad, isn't it? But it, it's mad how it got smaller though, like that. Um, over the years, isn't it? Stuff just gets yeah. smaller. Like you start off with a Zach Morris telephone, remember the exact general, yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be like, hello! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now, you're like, now it's, you're just like happy. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, have you had a cake, right, where you've had the, the idea in your head? And like, because I, I do this with jiu-jitsu, so I, I, I feel that uh, a jiu-jitsu mind or a grappling mind, wrestling mind, or whatever it is, is very uh, similar to a creative mind. Because when I'm in bed, like my my brain comes to life at night. So like yeah. two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, she comes down and I'm like, hey, "Yeah, man, I'm momentum or something." Remember that feeling? I'm scratching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah. We built me gym past twelve o'clock. That's what we would say on plans if you must. My best plans come past twelve o'clock. Um, but I've also yeah, thought of moves where I've had to have ten arms for it to walk, and I've also like, if I only had an extra arm. <laughs> yeah. Have you had many things like that where you put it into action? Because I can come to the gym and say, um, try to move out on somebody, and if it works, sometimes you have a breakthrough, and then sometimes you have something that just, that is, like, what was I even thinking, you know? Oh, mate. You know? 100%. I, 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 people always say, like, how would you get how would you get better, or how would you get to, to a level in Cape? art and then cake decorating things like that and I, I always my simplest answer is always the failures you know I've failed so many times at the very start especially because I just came in it from a such a side angle like I just I always say like I, I came through the back door sort of thing I snuck around the back there was no build up um, a lot of the people in the industry they spent years you know yeah. perfecting their craft and I just really wanted to give it a go and I snuck in from a weird angle um so I've, I've had to think on my toes. And so with that, I got things wrong so many times at the start because in my head, like you say, I thought this would be incredible. I could do this, this and this. It's going to look like this. And then when I start laying it out, it's especially with the gravity defying elements and things like that. It's just not conceivable. Sometimes it falls apart. But I'd always think it does work because it works in my mind. So how am I going to do it? So, I'd, you know, it's a case of doing things. There's some things that I remember that, you know, recently some things I've done that I remember trying when I very first started or having the idea when I very first started and, and thinking it's out of my depth, it's so out of my depth, it will never work, it will never be believable or things like that. And then it shows you progress that fail, 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 fail. And then, you know, eventually you'll get it right, won't you? If you just keep perfecting, um, you'll definitely get it right. So, yeah, 100% failures is my biggest success you know <laughs> it's yeah. weird like. even, even you saying that then there is that the um, kind of backing up my idea that creativity and grappling uh, travels through everything travels through cake making through um painting through architecture engineering because uh, that is how we think we think in the idea of like and it's like a failure in a way is if something doesn't work you're like, i'm gonna make that work you yeah. know and obviously there's the basics and the foundation stuff like so the basics is in your game probably making the Making the dough correctly, or making the, the the mixture correctly. If it's if that their basics, if you don't get the basics right, the rest of it falls. Yeah. So, isn't it? Yeah, mate, big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so say, um, it, I got, and we'll throw the picture up. So, so you did an amazing one of a uh, uh, Connor, right? Now, and Connor being a mate of mine, like, that's even weirder for me to look at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this the, the one. This was the first one I did. The yes. Because yeah. what I want to ask you about that is like. 
I was I was fascinated about like how can the arm stay out? So he has a uh, 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 Ken Connor and the McAuliffe and all shared it as well. So um, like how do the arms stay out? Like how is that? Like that's that's gravity defying. Is that the stuff you're talking about? Yeah. So I mean, you do you do use structures in a lot of the bigger cakes, but with things like that, um, you tend to you can use um, you know, if you get like Rice Krispies and Mount Marshmallows, you know, like Squares bars. Yes. Yeah, it's that kind of concept. They set hard and, and you can form them in, in a shape. And say you cover them in uh, solid chocolate as opposed to ganache or buttercream, then that will set in a shape. So um, once you can, you make them separate or whatever the case may be, you can get them set. Then you can then, it's. I suppose it is kind of like archi- uh, not architect, yeah, architecture. You know, like how you've got to, you've got to do measurements. You've got to balance out the weights and try and work out. I and I'm, I didn't do that with that. When I say that, like tr- trying to go on like a scientist, that was that was so long ago. That was um, I, w- I was so out of my depth with that. It was it was hilarious because I'd seriously I'd just made a few cakes. I wasn't I didn't have any uh, notoriety or no one knew anything about me. I, you know, I just had made a few cakes and I was a, a fan of Connor's anyway. Um, and he's just obviously he's got that look about him. It's ideal. You've always I've always thought you'd be great as a cake as well. But you know some people have a look that you just know. I know I could like cake. You know what I mean? I could I could turn it into that or paint because I used to paint. So it's the same thing. That, you know they've got that iconic look. So I just remember saying to a few people at the time, you know Conor McGregor, and they're like, oh yeah. I said I'm going to make him as a cake, and that, and and no one was asked. Like people were like, all right, yeah. What does that mean, like, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> And I remember thinking, is it just a stupid idea? Because it took me, a, it was for no reason. And it took me a few days. But it's just, I think as like an artist, you you, you want to see if you can set yourself these challenges. And I remember just grafting on it and um, trying to get the tattoos right and, and everything else. And like I say, people were popping in the studio and it's like, what are you doing? Who's that? And, it, it, you know, I kept thinking, oh, is this crap? Like, I can't because they're not, you know, they're not getting it. But I was really happy in the end. But it was, it was that was a turning point in my career because it was I got very much mixed reviews about it because it went because it went up online, didn't it? And um, I wasn't used to I had no exposure online, so I wasn't used to any kind of criticism, feedback, any feedback, not even good or bad, you know. And um, I felt the full wrath of the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, because I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. because of his. Um, his face, you know, so many people said I didn't get his face right and things like that, which I can half agree with. And, you know, people were quoting other people saying it looks more like, look, it looks more like so-and-so. And then when I Googled them people, I was like, fair dues, it does, you know, or, but it was really an interesting situation for me. It, it was at the start of my career and it, it taught me a lot about what I could achieve, you know, cause I was happy with it for the, for, for what I was doing, what I was doing at that stage. I was so happy. I was, it was my favourite. Still now, I've got there's pictures in here and like there's one there, like newspaper paper bits and that with it. And um, it was an achievement for me at the time. So yeah, I always fondly remember that. Like that is the that's the true um, feeling of success is what you just explained there. Right? Is that like you break through and it's like you're no longer in line with everybody. Like I don't know. Like uh, did you ever see Nemo or something? It's like mine, 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 mine. Yeah, mine, yeah. Mine. yeah exactly. You step forward from that line, or right? oh, do you know all what of is? a sudden, thereafter, you now you're the fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know? honestly, that's and that's what you said there is. That's an example I always use is about 
I find it fascinating because in that time, I remember, like I said, I told a few people I was going to make that cake and nobody cared and nobody supported. Not in a not in a negative way, just nobody cares until the rest of the world cares, you know. So <laughs> people were so people were like, oh, right, yeah, all right. And then I'd say, like, do you think it's a good idea? And people would be like, I don't know. I remember people saying, well, you know, he's never going to see it or people are never going to see it. So who cares? Like, and I just remember thinking, I just think it would be a good sculpture. And I kept thinking, like, I, I doubted myself, like, because people were like, oh, I wouldn't bother. Like, you know, you should. There's, there's easier avenues to, to start doing something else. Or, but I remember thinking, stick by what you think. And if it fails, then it's on you, isn't it? and that's fine. And when it didn't, and then everyone who I'd spoke to was like, oh, I, so I saw that in the uh, on the Mac Life and things like that. That was so good. And I'm like, oh, I asked you about that. But I was <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah. And I'd be like this, I'm deleting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it is, you're dead right like that. People do uh, come in like that. So say the idea is, um, uh, say comparing that to jiu-jitsu or grappling, anybody that's a, a grappler or something like streaming. I remember times of going home not being able to get the, the better of somebody. Now, not that they beat you up or something. So, say grappling in a way. Grappling probably feels like making a cake. Um, it's not that sore, but it's fairly frustrating at times, I'd say. You know, like a fuck. You're like, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, what>? yeah. <laughs> you know, but then there's times where it just, it just, hallelujah, you know, it just happens. Yeah. So, um, I remember coming home sometimes, like, really tears in my eyes because you just cannot get that, that you can't get that person off you or the technique's not working on them, it works on everybody else. And then the day is where you come through and you come home and you say, do you know what? Oh, you submitted such and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. The goal, that so, means so much to you. It's it's not for anyone else, in it? It's the same. I get, it's hard to, compare um i mean what you guys do to to what i do because yeah you know nobody's punching me in the head like while i'm trying to make cakes you know what i mean but i, I can see what i can see what you're saying um it's that competitive i've always um i always wanted to do sports before anything growing up that's all i did was sports you know football boxing um every any sport i tried all the sports and so and i was certainly in them things like you said I, the failures were the successes in them as well because overcoming um, a certain person or a certain goal a defender you couldn't get past in football um because i was like a wing attacker or um someone i couldn't be, uh, i couldn't beat in a spar in the boxing gym or whatever you know and then progression progression and then even um i remember when i used to box i remember i didn't even i net there was a guy there who used to train me and i never beat him never ever ever um not by not even close he used to knock me out every single time um, I remember getting in my, into my dad's car the one day, he picked me up from the gym and I came out uh, and I was so I almost skipping out, battered again, like but I <laughs> skipping out because I wanted to tell him because I'd caught him. I'd just caught him with a with a dig and it, it half like woke his eyes. You know what I mean? He was yeah. teaching me. So he was pleased as well. But um, that's all I, I only ever. And I mean, he battered me after that. There was, a, there was <laughs> yeah, there was a good thirty seconds left in that round, and I didn't see, I didn't see any more of it. Yeah, but um, I like you say, it's it was a personal triumph, and that's like this. The things with this, I know personally the things I can achieve and I can't achieve or can't achieve. And then when when I do, I'm like, I can't believe I've achieved that. And nobody else cares, but for me, it's serious progression to my end goal. Like, but see that, right? That's that. That alone is an absolute gift. I think that's a level of a human being in a way that you rose to a certain place in life, and not only that, in thinking. 
I think even when you like when you do get rose to that level of like um, being corrected and being humbled and stuff like that, yeah. that thing, a lot of the other stuff comes with it. So the idea of being able to like naturally include people and be natural um like uh, equality and stuff like that. So it's just in your life in a way, you know? Oh, of course. I think, um, I don't know, because I always say that maybe it's, um, it borderlines a level of like overconfidence or something that I've never questioned. I've never put myself on a, you know, on a pedestal of being, I don't worry about who's in the line of uh, who's in charge or who's the best or I've never stood in line, you know, like, so I don't care. Like I've always, I've never saw anyone any different than me. I always say, I'd always say to people like, you can be better than me, 100% at anything, you know, uh, and I can be better than you at anything. Or I think it's important that everyone believes in themselves more than they believe in anyone else, you know. So uh, with the art, to say there's, there was a, a limit, it, it would really like contradict that in the way that I just believe anything's possible for anyone. To, whether it's art, I would like to think I could step into an arena if I gave it every every fibre of my being, um, which I would, you know, if I set a goal, I feel like I could achieve anything in that. And that's the same with anyone else. So, like you say, bringing that into the case, that was, I knew it would take a long time. Things don't happen overnight, but um, I thought I can, I can get, I can go to the top of this. And as long as I can be, make myself the best I can be, I'm not too worried about uh, if there's people who are better than me you know, if they're the best they can be, then that's fantastic. But as long as I'm the best I can be, then then that's all it's about. So, and it's it's different with art, isn't it? Because art's so personable. You know, you create your own, um, you, you're creating your own uh, shop window kind of thing for what you what's coming from you. So it can't ever be a contest in that respect, you know? Yeah, but I, I, I think that that's another skill as a person as well. So you say, you know, the ability, if you judge a, goal, uh, a goldfish's ability to climb a tree and spend his whole life... Oh, I love that saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best sayings there is, you know, because um, imagine being stuck in the situation. <clears throat> like, I think it'd be more like a course. Um, like, like, the guy in the comment section, yeah, he does know it all. He, he is better at cakes than you. He is better at fighting oh. than you. He is, like... I would I would give the um the ability to be able to do one thing really well as a master and to be able to offer um I don't know say construction on the other stuff rather yeah. than being a billy billy balls about a lot you know imagine yeah. being that guy no exactly yeah no definitely and I I think that's the point isn't it if you do focus your attention on any sort of like craft it takes a lot of work doesn't it and a lot of like learning and things like that so um. You have to focus your, all your. You have to put all your eggs in it. In in some respect, you have to become obsessed. You know that's that's what I did. It was like you say. It's it's not a I finish at five o'clock kind of job because it's your mind. It's, yes. it's constant. It's you're always creating and it's twenty four hours. No no. Every time you reach a goal you've set, it's it's gone now. You you're at it and you're like, what's the next goal? There's no, you know, you're always moving forward. So yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'd like you to have guys in the comment section that couldn't make a sponge cake swinging at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, some of the, I mean, some of the comments I, I get, like, they are so bad. I, I, I remember when I first, like I say, when I first started getting any sort of negative uh, comments or stuff, I remember my friend saying to me, because I was really, I'm just a normal lad, you know, so I was like, ringing my, I rang my friend and I'm like, man, you seen, look at these comments, yeah, get off this geezer. <laughs> 
Imagine he was walking down the street and he's saying these things to me. He like coming straight out like proper aggressive about yeah. me. Not even about the cake. It's just about me. I was yeah. about and I remember him saying to me, um, I can't remember what the product. It was some sort of yogurt. <laughs> I don't know what. He said, man, just go on to like some, it was a yogurt or something. He just put, made it in his head. He said, go on. You can go on anything. You'll get negative. You'll get people like effing and blinding about this yogurt. Yeah. Like really getting, and I remember I went and checked and I was in hysterics. Like the people online are, they're always going to, there's always going to be people who try and like bring you down for whatever you do. So I don't know. I, I also think constructive criticism is a thing. So it's good to, sometimes I read things and, you know, sometimes I might put something out and I know there's something wrong with it. There's a bit of it that's a bit, bit crap like, and then someone flags it, like someone says about it. And I think, ah, Ah, do you know, I, I knew, you know, I should have, that's yeah. on me, that is. That's on me because I've, I've, I've called it and they've called me out on it, so I should have changed it, you know, cutting corners and things like that. So. I used to fit kitchens and there was a lad that he was fitting kitchens with and he used to always say to me, if you say, I'll get away with that, you've already lost. Yeah, see, there we go. I agree with that and that's, that's happened one too many times for me, yeah, where I've tried to like cut a corner and... And then I go, I go walking with one of his apprenticeships, and that's all he says. Like, I should be getting away with that. I should be getting away. With that. <laughs> yeah. Your skills are as good as your fitting skills, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so I said the pub. I, ha- I was showing somebody the pub right um, yesterday. I was that that you made. Um, like, how does it? How does all of that fit in there? But the look of the outside, it looks like a clown car or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is small. You know, it's um, how big is it? It's it's, well, it's 10 foot by 8 foot, it is, um, which I thought was massive, really. You know, when I was, like, looking up, when I started looking it up at the start, I was thinking, that's massive, that, isn't it? And then when you put it together and that, it's not. It's tiny. But like you said, it's best you... Uh, there was a programme on Netflix called um, Little... Ah, uh, something like Little little Houses or Little... little. Uh, I can't think what it's called, but it's about, like, li- the people, like, living selling all their stuff yeah and they go and like live in these tiny oh it's called like tiny house movement or something oh, watch that i'd watch that it's a weird little documentary but and it's all about you know like is it feng shui and that you know like the best use of of space and and light and things yeah. like that and i remember watching that like really i didn't need any of the things i learned from but i really got into it i thought when this comes i'm gonna like use all these techniques they've done and that but it wasn't it's a little square room you know so it's not quite the same but yeah I, I i'm glad that i've made it i've tried to make best use of space and just give it a real pub kind of feel you know what i mean what did hey, what what did you see a boy online like a flat bag or something it's a shed and it it was just a shed like so <laughs> when when this when this um the coronavirus proper kicked off and the, there was there was whispers of the lockdown and that i was like oh man you know my 30th birthday was coming up i always go to the pub on my 30th birthday i was like I mean, I don't know why I said I was going to pub every Friday, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, especially on your birthday, it was my 30th, so I was like, oh, what am I going to do here? I thought, and I, I said I was going to get a shed anyway, so I was like, I'm going to get this shed ordered quick before they stop, or, you know, doing whatever, and then it came, and uh, it was just a little project to keep me going, you know what I mean, because I, I, I'd stopped doing, like, customer orders and things like that because of everything going on, um, so, yeah, I just got obsessed, mate, I, I mean... I've took it too far. The, the little details I've gone to, I've done like, I've got membership cards. Brilliant. I've got, um, I've got like uh, stamp cards, like, uh, 
every ten every ten drinks you get a free drink, which is just pointless because it's all free. It's just cans, and you know. What I mean? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 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 That's not pointless. Matter. Like if you're sitting there, you know, where is it? Out your back garden? Yeah, it's in the back garden. Is the studio in your back garden as well? Studio is like next to my house, so I can if I go out the studio and go down to my house, I can go into the back garden. Yeah. Can you go to the pub now? Yeah, do you want me to go show you? Into the pub now. Yeah, that's. Come, let's go. <laughs> How cool is that? Your studio and your pub is right next to each other. Yeah, well, the studio, the studio's um relatively new actually, um, and I did it for that. I built it for the. For that purpose, like that's the best way to have it. You're better off just having something near them. Um, the same with air studio here, like air studio, it's our own, you know. It's a uh, oh, is it? Yeah, so it's, it's in my gym. We built it in the gym, so you, you can access it as much as you want and stuff like that. So it's a uh, it's handy. Sometimes I'm just chilling here as well. Yeah, I know that. Well, that's what I do. It's easy, easy excuse, and it to, to go somewhere else for a bit. <laughs> I say, oh, I gotta go and do some work. I'm just going to sit in there for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like hiding in there. Yeah. I was wallpapering and doing wooden floors last night at like 3 o'clock in the morning down here. Brilliant, though. Oh, yeah. But then I've got nothing to show for it. You know, when um, when I get back, it'll be like, what what cake have you made there, then? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, nah, you won't be interested. <laughs> I have to say, that's probably the first time I've ever been told that. You would look well as a cake patty. Yeah, you would. I, I mean, I remember thinking it early, early doors, like, because that's what you want in it is someone with characteristics. I met loads of times people have said to me, like, oh, can you make a cake of my girlfriend or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, send me a picture. And then, you know, if they send me like a someone so plain or something, I know I'm not that good. You know, <laughs> I, need, I need like this is it. Like you said about Connor, he had McGregor tattooed across his chest. Yeah. So I thought I'm flying here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's an easy one. People right, don't I know who this is. Exactly. Um, I, do I just tap this to turn it around? Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you tap it twice. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. go again. Oh, oh, it's me again. Yeah. Oh, you don't have it again. Why is it doing that? I don't know. Is it. Hang on a minute. Oh, here we go. There we go. I'm stuck on now. Ah, deadly. Look at the size of that thing. Yeah. So it's not massive, like I said, but. I can't really see that. Look, I've, th I mean, this is what I mean about the levels. I ordered that. That was about 50 quid. You know what, I mean? like, <laughs> what, what waste of money. Where did, where, did you, where did you get the name from? That's a, it's a good name. Ah, uh, mate, the story of the name's cool because, so I'm from Birmingham, innit? I'll flip yep. it up. Oh, hang on. Put this up. Yeah, all good. No stress. I'm like an old man here, and I'm trying to get. <laughs> no, you're making the same as uh, face he was making when I was trying to get this one. Mate, what it is? It's you just tap it once, and I'm double tapping it. Once, yeah, and it's giving you the double shot. That's it. No, the name is because. Um, so I'm from Birmingham, so it was the idea was that it's like the Birmingham ball, and um, just to get my girlfriend involved, like so she was half interested in why I was wasting all this time and money. <laughs> um, the barrels is her surname is Gun, so it's like the barrels of a gun, you know. Oh, oh right, right. A bit, bit inclusive, you know. Oh, it's that's like. clever. That's deadly. Yeah, so okay, that like, that got her on board straight away. Yeah, that's it. You know, just give a little bit, and she's happy with me wasting all the time now. Ah, that's listen. You you got to do what you got to do. That's it, uh, mate. And from the outside, from the inside, look. I have to say, it looks massive from the inside. Yeah, it's different from the inside, isn't it? Look at this. Here we go. <laughs> Class. That's it in there. 
That is the best. That is the best outside back bar that I have seen. I thought that was a, was that a copper's hat there to the left, Mo? Uh, the, uh, this is my favourite little hat that I wear. I don't really know what. I don't really know what you'd. Uh, You've got full full racks of crisps and all. Look, that's it there. You are the flag in the back. You're up, Elvin. Yeah. Here we go. I've got the footy on, look. I always have <laughs> Ancient footy things and an old DVD player. That yeah, is... That's so it, I've... yeah. I've got the darts on there. Got the Irish, like you say. Oh, I know there's people watching this now and they will be out uh, in the backyard looking at that shed measuring her up for this. Like, yeah, it's so good. This whole little area here, I love. Look, you can sit in there and have a few jars, which I made. Play a few, play a game of poker and, like, that's it. You're lit. Uh, I do honestly. I, well, well, obviously not with my mates at the moment. But every Friday, I've been coming down, um, sitting in here on my own. <laughs> Alright, you know what? The uh, creativity is actually shining through there because when you look at the inside of that, that could be the corner of any pub in Ireland or England. It's not like it's not new. It's used. Yeah, that's what I wanted. You know, I, I don't. Um, I remember I was telling people or whatever, and they're like. Um, saying, are you, what are you, is it a bar? You know, are you making a bar? Or whatever the case would be. And I'd go, no, nah, I'm not making a bar. I'm making like an old pub, like proper, you know, I want it to have that feel of like proper wooden, you know, use like karaoke on a Friday night kind of thing, you know what I mean? Dicky alcohol smell on the floor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Do you know what you need to do? You need to get yourself an old geezer there that turns up on a Monday and just sits at the bar from Monday to Friday. <laughs> that's me, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm always sat in there, you know. But like, yeah. You open the door and there's just some L lad sitting there in the bar. Like that's it. That's the only thing that's missing there is some live outlet sitting at the bar. Hey Pad, bro. It's, it's know, funny because I did start making a, a, a guy. Oh. Um, <laughs> I know because because that uh, oh let me just grab that actually. Because um <laughs> I left my beer. Because at Christmas I, I made Santa Claus just like a six, uh, well, like a five foot Santa Claus for no reason. You know, I've got no kids. I've got no excuse. I just said, I said to Erin, oh, do you reckon I make like a five foot Santa Claus? And she's always just like rolling her eyes like, what for? You know, and I'm like, it'd just be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah. That's so I made this Santa. And anyway, after Christmas, um, I said, well, I mean, when that idea come up, I'd got that Santa Claus in, a, in another shed in my house. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to strip that Santa Claus down and I'll turn him into an old drunk who just stands at the corner of the bar, you know. But like you said, there's, I, he was a big fat bloke and um, I, it would have took up too much space, you know, with the small space back in there. So I gave up on it halfway through. Like, oh, no. I, I wish I had now. If you're opening that door there and seeing a little elf sitting on the bar, that's it. That's a, that's a maker, that is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do. I love it in there. It's you know, it's a, it's it was good fun because it gave me some breathing space from Kate's all the time. You know, I always like to try and I'll go through a little stage after a bit where I want to paint some paintings or make some sort of sculpture or do something that's not just Kate's. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it was it was good, still creative, like you said, um, and good fun. But yeah, I've wasted uh, the, the like I said, the membership cards and stuff. I've took it to. <laughs> Silly levels, like but. that. That that's top notch. You're gonna have people messaging you after this about coming into the bar. You know what I mean? So yeah, and obviously no, I'll, have to, I'll have to get some more members cards printed, don't it? You're gonna send one over, mate. 
Absolutely do. We put we hanging up there in the studio. Get a doorman on there as well, not to know he says, you know. Yeah. Ben, yeah. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that. Do you know that? I appreciate that, mate. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. And uh, when you're over in Dublin, give us a shout and uh, she'll bounce into the studio and uh, and we'll get you on. Oh, definitely, mate. I'd love to. I, last time I was there, I got in touch, didn't I? Um, yeah. Not about it. We weren't to do the podcast, but just for some recommendations of where to go that you gave me. Where did I give you? Did I give you Johnny Foxes? No. Oh, yeah. You know, you gave me some good shouts for um, for food and drink, but I said, I said where's good to go <laughs> for like uh, a day out. And you told me the Leprechaun Museum. Ah! <laughs> I think you threw me under the bus there, mate. Did you? Come on, it's so crack. <laughs> it was about. It was. It was hilarious, mate. That was hilarious. I was like, I said to Erin, I said, Paddy Hulan said it's it's worth a shot, like. So it's definitely going to be good, isn't it? So we went down. Hilarious, mate. It's that's that just. It's so stupid. That's brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good crazy. On. I, I, do you know what? I get really like, I'm not, I'm quite shy with things like that. So, you know, like, I don't like going to like the theatre or things in case they try and talk to you. Yeah. So I was like, and when I walked in, the girl on the door, she was so calm. You said the ticket girl, so calm, so nice. And I was, she, I, she went, yeah, yeah, did all the things, paid. We said, just wait in that little side room. Uh, so we went and waited in the side. I said to her, this is nice, isn't it? And I'm, I'm a geek. Like, I like, like, um, museums, you know, proper, like, just calm, just looking, finding out the information. I was saying to Erin, like, I didn't know. So, so leprechauns, like, so there is a history, there is actual, like, a thing about it, you know, like some sort of substance to the story. I didn't know that. Um, getting all excited. And the same girl who was on the ticket, she came back through a different person. Like, she was all in the spirit of it. She was, <laughs> she was like, really, um, you know, she obviously was um, a performing artist. And I was like, oh my God. Panic straight away because they really do get you involved in the whole thing walking around. It was was a roller coaster, definitely. I'd love to see the money the Irish have made out of creating the leprechaun. Think about it, look. You know, that's that's genius, look. Absolutely genius. That's what I mean. (laughs) That's what I mean. And to tell you the funny thing about that whole museum, I didn't see a leprechaun. Like, I thought there'd be loads of. Uh, things to do with it but the, it was all the story like a well a story yeah. i'm not sure what happened man it was you were, you were that less money and you didn't even see a leprechaun i didn't see a leprechaun i was uh, about 40 euros down <laughs> uh, i was shocked i was shocked to my core through pure uh, performing art genius and uh yeah i hadn't seen a leprechaun so yeah. it was a big fella at the end a big leprechaun fella at the end that you have a picture with yeah. The No Shame po- uh, podcast is sponsored by the National Leprechaun Museum. No, I know, <laughs> We just send people towards it and then we get them on and we have fun. I said that. I said he's on commission, Paddy, there. <laughs> Do you know what? We don't even get in there for nothing. You know, I remember going to the door and it cost me about 80 euro to get into the team. Of you course, know? of course, yeah. Expensive. Go down now. Now I'm, I'm, send, I'm sending a direct message to your son now <laughs> through this. <laughs> You want to go down, mate. It's the best. Best get you down. The lot of years go down. You'll have the best day down there. I promise you. Learn everything you need to know. As as uh, as payback, I promise you. I'll bring you for some. I'll bring you to Johnny Fox's when you come over here. Right, yeah, the highest pub in Ireland, and oh, it's class. proper. It is, yeah. And the Guinness is whoa, probably the best you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Oh, mate, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to get back over there, honest. 
when you come over, that's what we'll do. Um, the four of us will go out and we'll get something to eat, yeah? Lovely. It's a deal. Legend, Ben. Look after yourself. Fun, brother. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. So, that was no shame. So, wrapping up another episode. Um, I won't even say during lockdown now. What Jordan, I don't know what phase we are. Where are we at? I don't even, don't even know where we're going. But um, all I want to do re- uh, is reiterate. Um, I think that that's the word if you get it out. Is that I think it's important that we keep the lessons that we, we've learned through all of this. And that, and that we fight for the, the, the things that we want after all of this. We are the ones who run the country. Um the, the government in the country is elected by the people of the country to run it how the, the people want it. And I think we need to focus on that. Um, getting Ben on there, I think, was a was a great kind of equaliser and, and, and a show of like um, the creativity that is within people. And we need to celebrate that. It comes in all shapes and uh, sizes and all sorts of forms. And it's, uh, and it's, it's I think it's, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air, you know what I mean, to have... To have that kind of that 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 newness out there and that that this new opportunity to be able to go into a life where um where we just we just don't make the same mistakes as we did we're not we're not jumping over each other come Black Fridays and stuff like that to get televisions that we don't not need and own and and this consumerism that just took over people for the last 10, 20 years or just. I just like to see a lot of it uh, change, and 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 when people say I want to go back to normal, um, I think we should demand better than uh, what was before all of this because uh, cause we we are better than this. Look after yourself. <laughs>